Soita Daf Chofalaf Amadalev, page twenty-one, side eight. Hein Tehave Archol Dish Levesoch. They will prolong your peace that through the tzedakah, the length of the yeshalva will be prolonged. That the bad that's supposed to come will not come quickly. Then the pasuk says, At the end, all the punishment came to Nebuchadnezzar. When the pasuk says, That that happened after 12 months. So here we see that a merit, a zuchus, can hang and keep the punishment away for 12 months. So who is the Tan of our Mishnah that holds that the zuchus can hang for three years? The Gemara answers, Really, I will tell you, the time of our Mishnah holds like Rabbi Shmuel that says that the merit hangs for three years. And we found the Posik, that Hashem said and repeated up to three times. As it says in the Pesach, for the three sins of Edom. So we see that for three, up to three sins, Hashem waited for them and didn't bring punishment of them until three times. And that is, it prolonged the time for three years. So the why did Rabbi Shmuel say that even though there is no proof, but there's only a zeichel? But this seems to be an actual proof from the story of Nebuchadnezzar. The Gemara answers, Perhaps idol worshippers like Nebuchadnezzar and Edoim, and Lemik Padina Layu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not quickly bring punishment on them in this world, but maybe with the Jewish people, Hashem is medagdik, even in this world, and He uh, collects from them, He punishes them, even in this world. Quicker. So that's why it's not a raya, because it's a raya from, uh, from Avdi Kechavim, from Nebuchadnezzar. We learned in the Mishnah, There is a Zuchuz that can keep for three years. What kind of a zchus can last for three years? He the If we shall say the merit of the Torah that she was occupied in Torah, but that would be uh, a non-commanded and does because a woman is not commanded to learn Torah. So since she is not commanded to learn, then the reward is not so great. And therefore it doesn't really make sense to say that that zuchus should protect her, that the water shouldn't hurt her. Ella, but rather we will say zuchus the mitzvah, this is the merit of a mitzvah that she has done. But that's also difficult. Zuchus the mitzvah mi magna kulahai. Does the merit of a mitzvah then protect so much? This is what Rabbi Nachman Yesi Darshan It says in the Pasuk The Neir is compared to the Mitzvah and the Torah to light.
the Torah hanged and says that the mitzvah is like a neir, neir mitzvah, but the Torah, the Torah compared to it. As a mitzvah, kineir, the mitzvah is compared to a candle. Leimelach, to tell you, ma neir, just like a candle, einem megina lefisha, can only protect temporarily. That shines for the person for the way that he's going, he shouldn't stumble. Likewise, the mitzvah does not protect only temporarily from some of the punishment that is to come. But he equated in the Pasuk to light, to tell you, just like the light, the light of the day, that protects to the world from all Problems that come to the person in the world, or la'ila means uh, for not lefisha, meaning for forever, because the sun doesn't go out. but also toyda protects him always. That it protects him also from the sin and from the uh, the pains that come to him in this world. And then the Posik ad that follows continues to speak about the greatness of Torah. When you go, it will lead you. The Posik continues over there. As we'll see in the Gemara, is going to explain. So, this is the explanation of the Posik. When you go, it leads you. That's this world, or first this world, that the Torah will lead you and protect you in this world from all problems. When you lie down, it will protect you. That is the death. At the time of a person's death, the Torah protects him from the pains of death. When you wake up after death, the Torah later on will be for the person a a good uh, protector from the Sunnah of Yanim. Moshullah this is an example to a person, He was walking in the darkness of the night and he was afraid from three things. First of all, Min from the thorns, Uminabchasim from the uh, holes in the ground, umiba barkonim, and from the barkonim, those are people that uh, um, think that 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 barkonim um, they they trap a person every and every place. So these are thorns and holes and barkonim. That's on the way when a person is going. So that's one category. The second category is mechayedom uh, in alistim. That's wild animals and armed robbers. They are dangers that happen to a person in the middle of the night, at the darkness of the night. And number three, he doesn't know which direction to go because he doesn't recognize and it's dark. He doesn't know clearly enough uh, the passageways how to get there. So it happened to come across him a flame of fire. So once it shines for him the way that he's going, 
So that protected him from the thorns, from the holes, from the barkonim. Those are the dangers that wait for the person when he doesn't see. So likewise, one who does mitzvahs, he's protected from part of the part of the punishment. However, he's still afraid from the wild animals and from the unbandits whose nature is to attack at night time. And further, he still doesn't know any Davis, he doesn't know which direction to take. But So when the morning star, when dawn comes, at that point he is safe from the wild animals, from the bandit, because the dawn, they don't do any more damage. So likewise, when somebody had this chus to learn Torah, he'll be protected from the sin, from the pains. But still, however, nevertheless, still, even after Amud HaShachar, after dawn, he still doesn't know in which direction he needs to go. Once he comes to a crossroads. So afterwards, he came to a crossroads, and there he recognized his way, and he realized that he is going in the right way. So then, then he was finally saved from all the problems. And just like, uh, the same thing is with a person in this world. Even when he learns Torah, even when he's Mekayim Mitzvah, still he doesn't know if he's going to go in this path till the end of his days. Or perhaps Yitzhahara will force him, and he will take him back from the proper way until he reaches the day of death, and he didn't separate himself from Torah up to that day. Uh, and then he is, uh, the day of death, he is saved from all stumblings of this world. In another way, the reason why the Pasuk, the verse, compares the mitzvah to a candle and the Torah to the light, act of an Aveda can extinguish the reward of the mitzvah, so that it should not protect them from punishment, as you can, uh, as you are able to extinguish the light of a single candle. But but Avera cannot extinguish Torah, the reward for one who learned Torah, that the Torah shouldn't protect on him, the Avera can't take it away. Just like you cannot extinguish the light of the day. Shenemar, as the Pasik says, Mayim Rabim Leyuchlechavis, Esoaved, Mayim Rabim, the great waters, cannot extinguish the love. So the Mayim Rabim are an example for the Averas. And the Aved, this is the Torah. And the Pasik is, is explained as that the Averis cannot extinguish the reward of the Torah. So nevertheless, it's explained in the Braise that the mitzvahs do not protect from the pain so much. So the question becomes about what schus was the Tana talking about that it says that that stands by the woman to protect her from the bitter water. If it's the schus of Torah, she's not commanded to learn Torah. And the and, uh and therefore her schar, her reward for study Torah is not so great. If it is chutz mitzvah, but also chutz mitzvah are not so great to protect from the pain. And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers of Rabbi Yisif, says Rabbi Yisif, really it's talking about this chutz mitzvah. And that protects the soita. Mitzvah be'idna dosik bo magno matzla. A mitzvah, the time that you're occupied with her, then it protects you from 
the pains, and also it protects the person not to come to a sin. By the time when the mitzvah has been done, and he's not occupied anymore, Aguni Magna, it protects from pain. But it doesn't protect the person from his sin. In other words, that a mitzvah does protect from the pains in this world, and therefore the zuchus of the mitzvah does stand by for this woman, for the soita, that this water shouldn't hurt her. And this that the Tana says in the Braise, that the mitzvah does not protect only temporarily, that is, uh, his intention is that it only protects at the time that he occupies himself with it. But Torah, whether it's at the time that he's occupied in it, or at the time that he's not occupied in Torah, Magnum it protects from the pains and it protects from sin. So Gemara asks, Maskiv lo Rabba, Rabba taktis if so, if this chus from the Torah can protect for a person even at the time that he is not occupied in Torah, that he shouldn't come to a sin. So doyeg v'achit toifel, doyeg v'achit toifel, that turned into evil people, to the shoyim, ilo askim b'toyre, did they then not occupy themselves in toyre? So therefore, amayle yegin alayhu, so why did the Torah not protect them from the Yetzir Hora? That it caused them to sin and it made them complete to show you evil people. But Rava says another difference. At the time that you occupy yourself with Torah, it protects the person from pain and it uh, saves them from the Yetzir Hora not to come to a sin. But be idnad layosigbo when he's not occupied in it, aguna magna atzulele It protects him from the pains, <coughs> but it doesn't protect him from the sin. As opposed to mitzvah, whether it's at the time that he is doing the mitzvah or when he's not doing the mitzvah, aguna magna. It protects him from the pain and from the punishment. And that's why this chus of the mitzvah can protect over the soita. However, it doesn't save from sin. So that's how we understand why the Yitzhah was able to rule over the to make them Rishoyim. Because the Torah, uh, when you're not Isaac in it, it's only Yisurim, but not from the sin not so therefore they fell and they became Rishayim Ravina Avar Ravina says in a different way the Zuchus the merit that stands by for the Saito is the Zuchus Toiru it is the merit of Toiru then you ask the question that she's not commanded and thus why is she such a great Zuchus let it be that she herself is not commanded to study Torah. But as a reward that they trouble themselves to bring their sons to the Beta uh, Sefer, to the school. To learn Torah, to learn Mikna, to learn Mikra, the Makrion, the Masnion, to learn Mishnah. And they wait for their husbands that go out to another city to learn Torah. Until they return from the Beis Medrash. 
do they not then uh, share the reward in the study of their Torah? Because that is a schar of a mitzvah for the men, and because they are helping to uh, facilitate that, they share in that schar. The Gemara continues uh, to talk about the Moshe that was brought in the Bryce. It says, Umay Parashas Drachim. What is the Nimshel, uh, uh, the the comparison to the uh, crossroads? Parashas Drachim that the Tana mentioned. Amar Amchizda is the Tamil Chacham Yemisa. The crossroad is the Tamil Chacham, the day of his death. The day of his death. That is the passageway from the life in this world to the eternal life. And the intent of the Tan is to say that only if a person reached to this level while he was still a Talmud Chochem, so then he will know that he was saved from the dangers of the Yetzer, of the inclination that are waiting to trap him. But up to that time, he's still has the capability, he's still in the hands of the Yitzhar Hora to get him to sin. Rab Nachman Yitzchak says that the crossroad is Zetamid Chochem Yirischait. Zetamid Chochem that has reached the level of fear of sin. Marzutra Omar Marzutra says Zetamid Chochem, the Salkolish Maitzalim Dilchisa. It's Zetamid Chochem who has able to uh, conclude the learning by ruling the halacha, meaning that he became to the level of being a, a rov, that he'd be able to understand one night of the otherwise, he knows how to paskin halacha Further, we learned in the B'raith, there's another way to explain the comparison between neir to a mitzvah and between oir, light to Torah, the light of a mitzvah can be extinguished through a Navera, just like the light of a candle can be extinguished. But but a Navera cannot extinguish Torah. And the light of Torah uh, is not extinguished through a Navera, just like the light of the day is not extinguished. Omar Rabbi Yosef says, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Menachem Bar Rabbi Nachem Bar Yosef expounded this posik, the posik of Ne'er Mitzvah to learn the special greatness and mindless advantages of Torah. as Moshe Rabbeinu learned and Darshan expounded in front of the Jewish people on the greatness of Torah Hochi and if a Doigen Achil Teufel would have the opportunity also to translate it so, then they would not have chased David to kill him. Dixiv, because the Posik says, Leimer, Elikim Azovoi, Ritfu Vitifsu Keimatzil Vigoimer. So Leimer, Elikim Azovoi Vigoimer, chase him and grab him because nobody will say. They had said that Hashem neglected David. Because David transgressed a prohibition of Aishas Ish of marrying a married woman, and he doesn't have any more merits that are going to save him. Because the Aveda that he did extinguished his merits, and that's why 
we can chase him and grab him. Nobody will save him. My daughter, what did they expound? What drasha did they find? So which drasha, which drasha did they learn that because he did Avera, Hashem is no longer with him? Because the Pesach says, that a ervas dover, a lewdness, and a promiscuity should not be seen by you. And the Pesach says, if Hashem will turn away. So if Hashem will see an Aveda in a matter of Erva, Hashem will return uh, the, uh, from that person. But they didn't know that Shaveda Mechaba Mitzvah, that a sin can extinguish a mitzvah. But the Aveda Mechaba Torah. But the Aveda cannot extinguish Torah because David occupied himself with Torah. So this Chus of the Torah stood by him to save him from their hands. So the Gemara asks, My boys Yavoizuloi. After the Maim Rab and Luchl Chabas of Rab, it says, Boys Yavoizuloi. Omar Ula says, Ula, Loi Kishimain Achiazaria. Not like Shimon, the brother of Azaria, he was a Tana, but he learned Torah and he was wealthy. And not like Rabbi Yechanon, who was in the house of the Nasi, who would support him. But like Hillel and Shevno, the Chaosi Ravdimi, for Ravdimi came over, he says, Hillel Vishevna Achi Havi, they were brothers. Hillel uh, would occupy himself in Torah. While being very poor in Shevnov at Isko, Shevnov would occupy himself for his livelihood. Lesoif, after Hillel already has studied Omar Lay, so Shevnov says to Hillel, Tonarif, well, let's, let's come and let's make a partnership. I am going to support you, Vilifloi, and I am going to uh, split with you the reward for the learning. So then there was a voice that came out and says, If a person gives his entire fortune of his home, any fortune that a person has that would not uh, suffice in order to acquire Torah. Because Hillel didn't learn in his merit, but now he only wants to uh, split in his reward. Soita Dav Chafalaf Ahmed Beis, page twenty-one, side B. We learned in the Mishnah. Omer Ben Azai Ben Azai says Chayiv Adam Lelamid as Vechulu that he's supposed to learn her the halachas Torah, so she knows about the idea of Zuchus of protects her Soita. Rabbi Lazar Omer Rabbi Lazar says Kolam Lamed is bitel Torah Malamdo Tiflus. The one of you teaches his daughter Torah is like teaching her Tiflus. The Gemara asks, Tiflus Salka Daitoch? Can it then enter your mind that the Torah should be called the Tiflus uh, foolishness? Divrei Havoyi? The Gemara answers. So the Gemara answers, don't learn in the words of Rabbi Lezer that one who teaches his daughter Torah is teaching her Tiflus Elaima, but say, Ki Ilulimdo Tiflus. As if he taught her uh, Tiflus. And that is that one who teaches Torah to a woman is teaching her Tiflus because 
through the study of Torah, she learns to be uh, armumis, uh, tricks, and to do things in disguise. my time is Rabbi Lazar. So Rabbi Bo says, what is the reason of Rabbi Lazar that he says that it's as if you're teaching her Tiflis? The Ksiv, because the Pasik says, Ani Chochma, Shachamti Orma. That Ani Chochma, Shachamti Orma, that the Torah is Chochma, the Torah is Chochma, and Shachamti Orma, rest Orma means like in uh, Armumi is in trickery. So the Pasik says, Ani Chochma, Kevon Shenichnusa Chochma Beodom. Once I once I become a chacham, that chacham enters a person. Shachamti armo nichnus also enters imar mumis, and since through living that Torah by studying Torah, it enters a certain mind of cleverness. So then she figures out to do the divrei in the uh, in in a hidden way, in a disguised way. So more as when and the Rabbonon, that's Ben Azai, who holds that a person should teach his daughter Torah. Hi, and Nichachma, my of delay. What are they going to learn from this passage? And the Gemara answers, This is for like Rabbi Yisbar Chanina. Dom Rabbi Yisbar Chanina. Rabbi Yisbar Chanina said that in the Torah is Kaimim. The words of Torah do not last. Only who stands himself uh, on the words of Torah. Like uh, totally automatically meaning undressed. In other words, he undresses from himself the yoke of 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 the world, and he separates himself from all occupations, and he becomes poor and he becomes lacking everything for learning Torah. Because that I rest when you're totally undressed, totally nothing, just Torah. The words of Torah do not last. Only by one who makes himself as if he doesn't exist. He's a very humble in all matters, whether it's wealth or wisdom, wealth, and strength. Because the post is, will be found by one who places himself to be nothing. We learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yeshua, Isha, a woman rather have one kav and tiflus and foolishness than nine kavim and separation. The Gemara says, "My kavim." What is the meaning of the words of Rabbi Yeshua? The Gemara answers, This is what he's saying. A woman would rather have less food. And that her husband should be with her all the time. Metishas kabu prishus then to have plenty of food and have a lot of physical needs, but her husband should not be with her. So since the main aspects and the heart of the women is in these things, that's why it's not good that she should learn Torah. Who are you, Aimer? He would say that a chosid shoyte. A, 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 a chassid who is a fool and an evil person in Arum Chulu. So the Gemara says, Hey Chidomi, Chassid Shaita. How is it, for example, of a chassid, of an extra, extra righteous person who is a fool? The Gemara answers, Kigoyin to Katova Itzabinara, the woman is drowning in the river. It's not proper 
for me to uh, look at a woman and save her. They want to ask, What is an example for an evil person who's a uh, conniving, an orum? The Gemara answers, Rabbi Yechanan says, That's a person who uh, lets the judge know uh, the reasoning why there is uh, why he should be right in his judgment uh, before his uh, the other one uh, the other litigant his friend would come and since he already uh, set up the merits of his side in the heart of the judge it's hard to for the judge to move away and the judge will not have the proper uh, the judgment uh, to to investigate the matter correctly. That's why it's called a Russia. Because he transgressed the prohibition of Lysisa Shema Shov that you should not hear Shema uh, Shov for the judge because uh, before he comes, that's the vein, uh, before the other one. And the reason why he's called an Orum, conniving, because he does it in a tricky way so that the judge doesn't know uh, that he came to uh, that he came to judge before him. And he just places the, the, his side of the story before the case begins. says, That's one who gives one dinner to the poor person. So that he has 200 Zeus. So now, once an, a person has 200 Zeus, he cannot take the gifts for poor people. That's not like we learned in the Mishnah. The Mishiyesh le Messiah Zeus, one who has 200 Zeus, is not considered any more poor. And therefore, lo yitel leket shikho peyo maizron, he cannot take none of the gifts for the poor. The leket, to collect the smaller piece, shikho, what was forgotten in the field, to peyo, the corner of the field, um maizron, the tithe giveroni. But if he has 200 but minus one dinner, since now he's poor, then you can give him even a thousand dinarim you can give him at once, if at the same time. If he needs them. So this, so you can take. So this poor person, this guy is a Russia Arum. He's a tricker, a conniving Russia. Because he appears like he wants to give tzedakah. But in the truth, he is preventing from him a toiva. And this is trickery, because the poor person uh, doesn't feel doesn't feel this. Rabasi Omar, Rabbi Yechino. Rabasi said name Rabbi Yechino. A Russia who's a conniving is a masi eitzalinka ben chosimotim. One who advises to sell when there's few assets. A person who dies and he leaves sons and daughters, so the halacha is that the sons, they inherit the assets, and they are supposed to support their sisters, feed them until they become adults, or until they become betrothed. But that is only when he left them assets, that there is enough to feed the sons and the daughters together until the daughters become adults. But And, and that is called that he has... Uh, he has lots of assets but if he only has enough assets to feed the daughters alone so the daughters they feed first until they become adults or until they betroth and then the sons have to go begging for their food and that's called 
So a person who advises uh, to the sons who inherited few mechosim, that they should sell them in order that they should not lose the assets by feeding the daughters. It's called a Russia. Because he is uh, taking away from the uh, wishes of the Chachamim that they wanted to institute. How do we know that it helps what they sell? Orphans that went quickly and they sold in the Chosmotim before the daughters came to Bezdin. And once they came to Bezdin, so then Bezdin would place these assets in their rights so then they can't sell it. But they went quickly before they went to Bezdin, they went and sold it. What they sold is a good sale. Abayi Omar, Abayi says that a Russia who is a cheater is a masi eitzalim kebin achosim kerevshim agamliel. That is considered a tricker, an evil person who is an orum is one who gives advice to sell assets like shim agamliel. The Tanya we learned that nechosay lecha vacharecha leplani. A person who says to his friend, "My assets go to you, and after you die, they go to this other person." If the first person goes into the assets that he gave him and he sells it to another person, so the second person uh, that was supposed to get it after the guy dies can go and take out the assets from the buyers after the first one dies because that was the condition. That's the condition. Shimagamli disagrees. He says, "In l'sheni el the sheni, the second one can only get what the first one left over. And since he sold his assets to another person, so the second one ends up getting nothing, and he can't take out from the buyers. So a person who advises this advice to the first one, first person that received an achosim, that he should sell to another person, so the money should be left by him." And then the asset will not pass on after his death to the other person. It's called a Rosh, because he is going against the wishes of the one who gave the gift, who wanted actually the nechosim. He didn't want it to sell, but wanted the nechosim to go to the other person after the first one dies. Rabbi Yisif Barachama Omar. Rabbi Yisif Barachama says in the name of Rabbi Sheshes that the Rosh who is an Orum is because the Machriya Achedim Be'Orchisov. Uh, he shows his good deeds to other people and he suggests them to follow in his path. So that he, his only intention is to show himself off as a righteous person in the eyes of the people in order to cover for his uh, bad activities. So he's a by pretending to be what he's not. Rabbi Zerika Omar, Rabbi Zerika says the name of Rabbi Huna, that is one who is leaning for himself, and but he's stringent for others. Ula Omar, Ula says, that this is, 